Hi, welcome to Buki. Today we will unlock Frida, a biography of Frida Kahlo by Hayden Herrera. She is a legendary and respected artist we will focus on from this moment. She is the woman with the thick unibrow across her forehead in her self-portraits. She is an artist with a braid of flowers on her head who appeared four times in the famous Mexican movie Coco. She is a fashion icon that the famous singer Madonna adores and often imitates. Her head portrait is printed on the back of the Mexican peso. Her works of art have been displayed in prestigious museums like the Louvre, and even the famous artist Picasso admitted that his work was inferior to hers after seeing one of her self-portraits. Her fans span the continents of Latin America and Europe. Her composition Viva La Vida was used as a song title by the music band Coldplay. Does she sound familiar to you now? She is Frida Kahlo. Recognized as the representative of the avant-garde art of Mexico in the 20th century and the modern female artist, she created 143 works in her lifetime, 55 of which are self-portraits. But her life was not smooth. She suffered from polio when she was six years old. A car accident at 18 left her with a shattered bone and 32 operations. She married at 22 and divorced at 32. She had three miscarriages in her life, she remarried at 33 and died at 47. Her story is captivating and thrilling, filled with unique strength born from suffering. Her life was a remarkable work of art, just like her paintings. Despite multiple contradictions, Frida's indefinable nature and bold voice continue to captivate and inspire us. Her powerful message, which cannot be silenced, still resonates with people today. With her portraits and artwork still widely recognized and celebrated, Frida's legacy remains timeless and significant in the world of art and beyond. What can people today learn from Frida? Frida Kahlo has left a lasting impact on the art world and continues to inspire people to this day. This book is to provide a comprehensive and insightful look into the life and art of Frida Kahlo. Through extensive research and interviews with Kahlo's friends and family, Herrera delves into the artist's personal life, political beliefs, and artistic style. The book not only provides a biography of Carlo but also offers a detailed analysis of her paintings, placing them within the larger context of art history. Additionally, the book seeks to highlight the importance of Carlo as an artist and cultural icon, examining the influence she has had on popular culture and the enduring legacy of her work. Overall, the book aims to provide a nuanced and in-depth understanding of Frida Kahlo as both a person and an artist. Now, let us listen into Frida's life experiences in three separate parts. Part 1, Painting Begins with Pain. Part 2, The Dove Married the Elephant. Part 3, A Surrealist or Not. For Frida, pain is like a shadow that comes from childhood and follows her whole life. Frida Kahlo was born in 1907 in Coyoacan, a small town on the outskirts of Mexico City. Her mother, Matilda, was of indigenous Mexican descent, while her father, Guillermo Kahlo, was a German-Mexican photographer. Guillermo received enough commissions from the Diaz government to construct a comfortable house in a trendy neighborhood of Coyoacan. It seems that she was going to have a happy childhood, right? However, fate did not make life easy for Frida. 
Instead, it was these setbacks and ailments that made Frida the flower of surrealism and magical realism in Latin America, a passionate continent. In 1913, when Frida was six years old, she developed polio. Polio is a viral infection that can cause muscle weakness, paralysis, and, in severe cases, death. At the time, there was no vaccine for polio, and the disease was a significant public health concern, particularly in urban areas. It was polio that made her right leg muscle atrophied and slightly shorter than her left, and her right leg gradually withered, eventually limping. That might explain why Frida spent her life wearing the traditional long Mexican dress. It all began with a horrible pain in my right leg from the muscle downward, she recalled. They washed my little leg in a small tub with walnut water and small hot towels. In addition, she might have spina bifida, which caused developmental problems in her spine and legs, and had had to wear restraints for most of her life to correct them. All this did not hurt her self-confidence but made her stronger and braver. In the face of incurable congenital diseases, especially physical defects, the girl did not feel inferior or discouraged. On the contrary, encouraged by her father, she began to play all kinds of sports, even some sports that few girls in society had at that time, such as football and boxing. She even learned to wrestle, like a tenacious female fighter, not afraid of the ridicule of the eyes of others. Due to Frida's disability, her parents paid her all the attention and love. That allowed her to be one of the few girls to receive a full education in school in Mexico at that time. However, this did not change her fate of loneliness. In the 1938 painting entitled, They Ask for Airplanes and Are Given Straw Wings, Frida looked at the age of seven and held a model airplane. The straw wings she had obtained were hung from the straps that had fallen from the sky and were obviously not able to fly. To clarify the theme, Frida also wrapped a ribbon around her dress and pinned the bows at each end to the ground. What do you think the ribbon means? As a seven-year-old girl, Frida found herself like a bird trapped in a ribbon, never able to fly freely while other children were running and jumping merrily and moving freely. But Frida was still optimistic about life and repaid her parents for their care and love, especially her father. You might think that's what Frida was suffering from because polio alone is hard enough for the average person to endure. However, the reality of Frida's life is even more tragic than the novel, although she led her whole life in a wonderful way. The famous French writer Roman Roland said in The Lives of the Artists that pain has no end but has a concrete form. Sometimes it is physical abuse, such as disaster, disease, misfortune, and human malevolence. Sometimes, it's in the human heart. Frida Kahlo has had a full taste of the former. In the late afternoon of September 17, 1925, 18-year-old Frida was involved in a devastating car accident. Wearing a uniform shirt and a black skirt, she boarded a bus while out with her boyfriend, Alejandro, and discussed Hegel and Marx. The bus collided with a streetcar as it turned a street corner, causing a crash and a metal handrail to puncture her, breaking her spine in three places. The crash bounced us forward and a handrail pierced me the way a sword pierces a bull, she said. In addition, the femoral cap bone, ribs and pelvis were broken in three places. The thigh was fractured in eleven places, and the right foot was completely flattened. 
At the scene of the accident, someone in the car, perhaps a house painter, was carrying a bag of gold dust. The bag broke as the accident happened, and gold dust in the bag, blood, paint, and glass all fell on her, making the scene like a beautiful sacrifice. All artistic images crisscross the moment. It has to be said that Frida was probably born for art. Although she miraculously survived, she was left permanently disabled and possibly infertile. Even after she regained the ability to walk more than a year later, she suffered from the effects of the accident and had to have her right leg amputated below the knee after more than 30 operations during her life. Despite the fact that the growth of the young lady's body stops and even inevitably starts to degenerate, the powerful soul in her broken body rises out of the ground and grow into a towering tree. After the accident, Frida had to lie in a hospital bed, unable to move, while her boyfriend gave up waiting and went to Europe to study. Wrapped in bandages and casts, she was unable to respond with her limbs. To encourage their daughter, the parents brought painting tools to her bed. Frida was isolated from other people to some extent because of the accident and that isolation affected her works, many of which are her self-portraits. Among her paintings, 55% are self-portraits. I paint myself because I am so often alone, Frida said, because I am the subject I know best, she also said, I was born a bitch. I was born a painter. In the letters to her ex-boyfriend, Alejandro, from her bed, Frida described the details of her illness, her fantasies, and her intense feelings, which are typical of her later paintings. There was humor and pain in the letter, but it could not drown out a more melancholy, dispossessed tone. Frida's first self-portrait, and actually her first real painting, was a gift to Alejandro. She succeeded in painting herself as a beautiful, vulnerable, yet dynamic woman. Her right hand was stretched out as if she wanted someone to hold it. The lonely girl in the self-portrait is no doubt a plea to the man she loved most not to leave her. Frida used painting to distract her attention from pain and as a way to express her pain and struggles, as well as her unique perspective on the world. One must put up with it, she said. I am beginning to grow accustomed to suffering. Pain and perseverance have been central themes in her life since the accident, her paintings often depicted her own suffering and struggles, as well as her relationships with others, she painted a lot of her feelings and imagination about the pain, and her works are often full of metaphors and figurative representations. The viewer might be shocked by the various kinds of pain endured by a woman while looking at her paintings. Besides, Frida was also heavily influenced by Mexican culture and often used bright tropical colors, realism and symbolism in her paintings. Painting starts with pain. With her self-portraits, Frida showed a talent that even Picasso would have admired. Pain and power permeate her paintings, and this strong sense of self makes it hard not to be moved by her paintings. Painting became an important part of Frida's struggle against fate and her own creation. Dir hat dieser Podcast gefallen? Dann klicke jetzt auf Abonnieren und empfehle ihn weiter. Bleib immer auf dem Laufenden und folge uns bei Twitter, Instagram und Facebook. Mehr Podcasts findest du auf meinpodcast.de.